the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday. And uh, man, 2024, what a what a year it is going to be. Uh, we've got all the the nonsense on the political side, all the trial the trials of Trump and people voting for for none of the above. You know the de- the, the Republicans did it. In Nevada to Nikki Haley, you know, when they had the, the, the primary, not the caucus, Trump wasn't on the primary, uh, and uh, none of the above. And then uh, it happened to the Democrats uh, the other day in Michigan, a uh, 100,000 Michigan voter, Democratic voters said, yeah, we don't like Joe Biden uh, today. Some, some Democrat I never heard of, apparently she was in the race, then she was out of the race. Now she's back in the race. Uh, it seems like now uh, the Republicans and the Democrats uh, are going to have possibly somebody still left in who would be nowhere close to getting the popular vote to be uh, the nominee for president. But, Jason, as we know, that doesn't actually mean anything because you have to go to the convention where these selected individuals will actually get to decide who the two nominees are. So now it looks like, and anyway, we'll see how all this shakes out, but it looks like both sides now are going to have somebody that says, well, see, I was in it to the end. So uh, if you don't want to vote for the two old guys, vote for me. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, someone's, you know, I, I don't think these people really understand the offices that they're running for. And so I think the rumor mill is going around. Why is Nikki Haley in there? I think we talked about this months ago, and, and uh, they're probably, you know, it's like, hey, you know, if you get back in and, and that old man, Biden, has a heart attack, there won't be any delegates for anybody else. So uh, they might just vote you in on the, on the Democratic convention. And I think that's got to be the only player. And then Nikki Haley, that's the only right. play for her is – is for Trump to get, uh, I guess, convicted of something, and then the Republican convention like, well, we're not going to allow you to vote for this guy. So, what's your other choice? It's Nikki Haley. You know, that, that's the yeah, only that's thing I can see. Appears, I, mean, I don't know, but you know what? It fits for 2024. Why not? Right? I mean, this is something that, at least in our lifetime, we've never seen before. I mean, by now, right? Everybody would be out of the race, and it would be Trump versus Biden, and they'd be talking about you know scheduling debates and all this stuff. But yeah, it, it just fits. Uh, why not? And welcome. To 2024, everybody, this is why you be diversified. This is why you get that gold and silver put away. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Allamericangold.com is the website. Uh, we've got gold and silver up. Matter of fact, gold again, flirting with all-time highs this morning. We got the... I guess now 
the Fed's new super favorite uh, inflation report. This was a report that, uh, you know, because I've been doing this a long time. This was a report that for most of my career, I don't even know that we reported it. That, that was how insignificant this inflation report was the PCE price deflator uh, that tracks absolutely nothing, by the way. Uh, but but uh, this number now is important because while the Fed says that this number was important, it, it was very interesting. Uh, the number that came out today, month over month, it was up four tenths of a percent. And I know uh, what you guys are thinking, well, four tenths of a percent, you know, that's, you know, that's not a lot. Well, if you multiplied that by 12, that would put inflation at just under 5% at some, and again, some nonsense number that doesn't even track inflation. Could you imagine how hot the real number is? But the year or or the annual number so when you take the last 12 months it was only 2.8 so i guess that's the number they decided to focus in on because they acted like oh my gosh this is a this is a great number right there's only 2.8 you know anything below three percent they want to throw a party but yeah the super core indexes uh, up four tenths of a percent. The headline number, by the way, rose three tenths of a percent. Uh, that was expected, so that came in right as expected. Uh, the the annualized rate, like I said, two point eight percent. By the way, the core annualized rate for the last three months. Now, this is kind of what you need to to see here. It was at 2%. It's now at 2.8. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, 2.8. The last six months, it was 2.2. It's now 2.6. So essentially what I'm telling you is there was a lot of, of fake small numbers early on in 2023 uh, that, that made the year-over-year uh, year numbers uh, look a little better. Services X Shelter. Also higher, right? So listen, if you don't need to eat or drink and you don't need a place to live. So uh, for all you homeless people, we got homeless listeners out there. I'm with you, right? Up 3.45%. So not not quite, uh, you know, you, you, I guess you call it, you know, you know not quite 3.5%. But it was the biggest uh Rise in month over month uh, was up six tenths of a percent. So think about that. Uh, The service inflation X shelter. Red hot in the number, but somehow Wall Street liked it. Gold loved it, right? Well, that's not a surprise. As you know, uh, gold and inflation, they go together. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back. After the break, 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. A quick look in at the markets. Uh, the Dow's up 20, uh, the S&P's up 14, uh, the, the NASDAQ's up 79, gold is up a, a baker's dozen, right? I don't understand, you know, 20, 56, 2,000 
56. Uh, silver is up 20 cents, uh, 22.60. You know, it's so funny. Is You know, when I was growing up uh, in Syracuse, well, we, we lived in a, a suburb, uh, Jamesville, New York. And uh, we had, uh, it was a farms nearby it was a small town you know i worked uh our gym teacher who was also uh the jv varsity basketball coach uh he he ran a farm uh, and he had i don't know maybe three dozen head of cattle uh that and uh he also ran a sweet corn and, and a vegetable stand and i ran the stand in the summer that was why i got paid two dollars an hour and uh, it was a a dollar a dozen, right? A dollar a dozen. And, it was, and yesterday, my wife and I were at the store, and they had uh, these four ears of corn, like in, in a package, you know, the, in the produce section. And it, it was four ninety nine for four ears of corn. I was like, man, uh, 12 for a dollar. And, you know, it was so funny. Every time the farmer would come by, there's customers out there. They got 12 ears of corn. Farmer started yelling, Joey, what are you doing here? And he'd, he'd stuff another ear in there. And, and I'm just like, well, and I just look at him and, and, and think to myself, well, just change the sign to 13 for a dollar, right? And then I'll give him 13. I mean, come on, man. Right? What, what do you do? But I guess that that's what you did. He was a smart guy, right? Because uh, people always kept coming back. I'll never, uh, I'll never forget that. That was the best job I ever had. Because uh, I didn't have to do nothing. I just sat there. My older brother and his friend, they all had to work out in the fields and do the hard work, Jason. I got to sit back there and, and, and just sit there in the shade and uh, wait for people to come by and collect two bucks. You know, you know, it's funny what a, what a good job can be, right? And what a, what a good job may not be. But yeah, I, I, I got jobs I remember that I used to like. And uh, the only thing that makes a good job not a good job is when it doesn't pay the bills, right? <laughs> you know, you got the best job in the world. And then suddenly you can't pay the bills. It's like, well, I'm going to go take that job that I don't like as much because it's going to pay the bills, you know? I mean, think about it. Working at McDonald's isn't so bad. I mean, you're flipping burgers. You're kind of talking to the guys, right? That thing paid 100 bucks an hour. Who wouldn't do it, right? <laughs> so, right. Well, you know. It, <laughs> it comes out to, economics, right, Joe? That's right. Go to California. Now they got people, they got Congress people saying, hey, with minimum wage, it should be $50 an hour. Why not? Yeah, see what that does. <laughs> See what see what the cost of a Big Mac is if the uh, oh minimum boy. wage was fifty bucks, right? Well, yeah, but uh, that's the second thing about inflation: creation of money is inflation, and then wages. Well, you know, once the wages come behind the money creation, your inflation's out of control, and and wages are still creeping up, pushing that thing up there, yep. isn't it, Joe? And we're going to get to wages because that's coming up next. Uh, that was uh, another interesting number inside of this, and you know, we started this show with man, what a weird year this is going to be. Uh, and, and it's it's a leap year. Why not? Right? That makes sense, too. Of course it's a leap year, right? So February 29th uh, is today. Tomorrow starts March, and it's going to be uh, really interesting. I think March is going to be a very, very interesting month out there. But we've been telling you 
the need to be diversified here as this market bubbles up, right? The the the, the bubble uh, keeps inflating here. We're seeing all these different signs uh, that that it's it's right. It's it's on. I don't. Yeah, they like the baseball analogy. Okay, right. Are we in the seventh inning, the eighth inning? Who knows? We may be in extra innings uh, right now for all we know. But be diversified is going to be the best play, especially between now and in 2030. It's, it's a much different ball game with the debts now at these levels where we're struggling. Uh, and that's always the card. The card they've played since 1971 is, well, let's just print more money. 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 And now, all of a sudden, well, we keep printing money, but, man, inflation won't go away, and, man, the bubble's getting ready to burst. And think about how many times it's burst before, uh, and everyone worse than the last one. That's why I'm imploring you out there, check out why refi. Right? You got to have your gold and silver put away. Everybody does. But if you've got, maybe you've got a bunch of money in one of your IRA accounts and you're like, man, you know what, uh, outside of the Magnificent Seven, you know what, maybe I do need uh, something, a, a little a little hedge, if you will, just in case, right, this thing blows up again. As we saw, remember the financial crisis, remember the dot-com bubble, right? Some of you better online up, you remember 87, Right. Up to 10.25% return. That's nothing to sneeze at. And think about this. Something you feel good about, right? We, you know we've talked about it. This is private student loan debt. Banks gave tens of thousands of dollars to 18-year-olds. Made mom and dad co-sign or grandma and grandpa co-sign. And uh, they graduated. And within 90 days of graduation, most of these people went into to collection. Because they didn't get the job they needed. They didn't have any extra money. Hey, gosh, I got to pay rent now, and I got to pay this and that and the car. And uh, I didn't wasn't making enough, but now they are. But you know how they are. You know how they are. Banks love to loan money to people that they know can never write it off, right? Uh, that's, that's a big problem. And, of course, you know, yesterday we talked about how 52% of these kids with these college degrees – now work jobs that don't even, either A, don't require a degree or have nothing to do with the degree they even got out there. It's complete nonsense. But great rates of return, not correlated to Wall Street. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com or just call them at 888-YREFI24. And it doesn't, and, and fixed rate, what does that mean? That means it never changes. It doesn't matter what happens. Up, down, sideways, rates go up, inflation goes up, they go down, doesn't matter, it's the same. But Jason, you were talking about wages, government wage growth fell from a record 8.8% to 7.8% in January. So that was December, hit the record 8.8%, January still red hot, 78 I mean... Sorry, that just doesn't say inflation's going away. All right, how about the private side? Well, December was 5.6. January, 5.4. So still, also red hot. When you think about it, we want 2% inflation. 
Uh, it just doesn't get it. Government handouts. Up $92 billion higher in January than it was in December. The biggest jump since July of 2021. A lot of that having to do with the cost of living adjustments in Social Security. So right start of the year. Everyone got more money for Social Security. Jason, incredible. Another $92 billion that we didn't have uh, gone. So, so some of those labor increases that are lower, the lower rate of increase, that sounds to me like uh, there some, some of these companies are starting to liquidate some of their higher-end useless workers. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jay? You got the one guy working 18 bucks an hour, and the guy above him is working 24 and you go to the guys, hey, you know, we might release this other guy and boost you to $21 an hour. You know, what do you say? You want to take over his job? Sure. And so, yes, his 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 his, uh, his pay went up 3 bucks an hour, but you, you shed the $24 an hour guy. So things are still going up, but uh, some, it seems to me that uh, that's a sideways number, Joe, and some, you know, some of these companies might be trimming the fat, so to speak. Yeah, and, and again, jobless claims, I don't know what to say. Um, I I, I – I can't explain it. the The amount of job cuts uh, are just it's it's off the charts. How many companies say they're laying people off? But jobless claims two hundred and fifteen thousand. Now that was higher than last week. Last week was only two hundred and two. Uh, continuing claims surging above that $1.9 million uh, number. Uh, That's the first time since before Christmas that that number's been above $1.9 million. Again, that's a number where when we get above $2 million, you start to, to, to worry about because that just means, hey, I got laid off. And I'm not finding another job, but these claims, uh, the Fed used the word, this is the Fed, about these jobless claims number. They called it idiosyncratic. Yes, which basically means, okay, for, for all, and I had to look at it, idiosyncratic. Yeah, that number makes no sense, right? We, we don't know. We're not quite sure right. how the Bureau of Labor Statistics is coming up with the number, but I, uh, that one doesn't for, fit. For a long time. I've been saying this for a long time. I, I swear it's got to be, you know, because this is first-time jobless claims. It's, you know, you, they're, they're continuing right. jobless. See, that's going up. It, it's got to be that the guy lost one of his two or one of his three jobs. He can't get a, a first-time jobless claim. Yeah. It's got to be that. It's got to be that, Joe. And so the, the continuing jobless claims means – People that don't have jobs that are having trouble getting the getting the next one, or they're maybe they're holding out for a good one because, like, look, I don't want to work the two, you know, I'm looking for the one good one. I'm going to hold out, and that that could be what we're seeing. Well, this is a story I already reported to you guys a few weeks ago, but now it has been confirmed. Uh, Canada's pension uh, plan investment board. Uh, has recently done three deals in the commercial real estate. Uh, market at deeply discounted pricing, including the sale of one of its stakes in a Manhattan office tower redevelopment project for a single dollar. Goldman Sachs came out yesterday, you know, because I think, Jason, I think you asked this question. How much farther does commercial real estate have to fall? And I'm talking about office towers. 
right, to take an office tower and convert it into, I don't know, apartments, condos, whatever you want to call it, luxury apartments or luxury condos, because that's the, at least here in Arizona, every new every new apartment says luxury in it, and, and okay, they're all luxury. How much farther do they have to fall for it to be worth the investment? Because obviously you got to remodel the whole tower, right? And according to Goldman Sachs, they said that uh, prices would need to fall another 50% uh, before companies would be even willing to consider taking office towers and converting them into uh, commercial or residential, I guess, real estate, whether it be multifamily uh, uh, or maybe they do the uh, kind of try to do a New York thing, right? You, you have uh, uh, the, the you, you buy your unit type thing. But Manhattan 360 Park Avenue sold for $1.00. Uh, Boston Properties is going to assume the share of the debt. So not quite, right? So they sold it for a dollar and then said, hey, by the way, you got to take the debt that goes with it, right? So, uh, but Jason, kind of setting a new low in commercial real estate, especially when you consider this was Manhattan. I saw an article a couple of months ago. It was very... Uh, detailed about how you cannot change an office building very easily into into apartments. It's uh, they're wired and plumbed way differently, and so when you say that they need to drop the commercial properties down fifty percent, that's that's investor grade drop, and that's so I think you uh, the guys that are holding on trying to get through the, the weather the storm, you buy the building fifty percent off, you renovate it, you get and you just take all of the renters. That's what this is going to be, Joe. This is get the building 50% off and steal the renters from the other places. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. You remember uh, Baghdad Bob? Remember when we, we were invaded, uh, invaded Iraq and, and he would he would come out on Iraqi TV and tell them how they were uh Beating, beating the Americans, and they were going to triumph and, and all this stuff. And, uh, well, I think that's what's going on uh, with uh, Larry Lawrence. He, he's uh, uh, the head of the Real Estate Association. Uh, Lawrence Young, Larry the Liar, as I like to call him up. It's just not good news. Pending home sales fell 4.9% month over month. December, now remember December, we got this big spike. And we all thought, yeah, remember, because uh, that was when rates, right, they were going to cut rates. I mean, some of them were talking, they may cut rates in January, right? Look how look how low inflation's getting. And they said that January pending home sales had surged uh, 8.3%. Apparently that didn't happen. Uh, Surged like more like five percent. January took it all away. Pending home sales year over year declined six point eight two percent, and it was all you know. Think about where we were a couple years ago. I mean, we're like like fifty percent lower uh, than a few years ago. 
Uh, we are approaching the uh, the all-time record low for a single month. Uh, it was the the month we shut down for COVID, and we're I mean we're we're right there, right? Uh, uh, we're, we'll, it's going to be interesting to see. We may even take that month out if you can believe it or, or not, but. Leave it to uh, Baghdad Bob Lawrence Young. Here was his spin. Ready, Jason? Uh, The combination of economic conditions. So the combination of really bad inflation and spiraling government debt is favorable for home buying. Yep, that's what he said. However, the consumer is, is showing extra sensitivity to the change in mortgage rate, mortgage rates in the current cycle, and, and that's what's impacting the sale. See, so Jason, don't worry. Uh, the conditions are very favorable for for home buying. Just ask the realtor; he'll tell you. Unfortunately, uh, the the general public out there disagrees with them. Home purchases have now fallen for five straight weeks in a row, and is the lowest levels. Since 1995, and, and we're on the verge of getting backed out even further than that. Uh, the By the way, uh, the South leading the decline, and that's the nation's biggest housing market uh, in the country, happens to be the South. Overall sales, I don't know how they get this. Overall sales are expected to increase. 13% though, according to the National Association of Realtors, not a great start uh, in January. But hey, who knows? Maybe. Maybe he is right, Joe. If the inflation gets hot again, like it looks like it could, and this would be a better time to buy then in the future when they raise the rates. I mean, they'll raise the rates if inflation goes uh, crazy again. And he could be right. This could be the favorable time compared to what is coming if inflation goes crazy. Can you imagine if the inflation Boy. starts to just go back up and, and the Fed raises rates? What would happen? That would make, you know what, I'll be honest with you. That would fit 2024. Really would. Right? Everybody and their mother thinks the Fed. I mean, think about it. Even the Fed says they're going to cut three times. One of them said they're going to cut six times. And uh, maybe, you know what, is he right in the wrong way? Now, I don't think that's why he thinks he's right. But, right, could he be right for a reason no one expected? Which is, hey, guess what, you know, it it bodes the question. Let's just think about this for, since you brought it up, let's just think about it. The reverse repo runs out of money, right? We've got... Four to six weeks, and it's empty. I don't even know if it needs to get to empty before real panic sets in. That means less dollars for these banks to buy these treasuries. Because most of the money that's being held in the reverse repo are the big banks. And they're the ones, they're the dealers at these debt auctions, right? So they've got to step in and buy, as we know. They're buying 20 to 25% of all these auctions. I mean, the, some of these auctions, they used to only buy 10%, and they're now buying 20 plus. Well, it's okay when they're using extra money, right? Because that's what the, re, re, the reverse repo 
uh, the banks, when the Fed printed all the money and the government printed all the money, all the, the, the COVID bailouts, they ended up with extra money that they put in this repo facility. $2.5 trillion on December 31st, 2022. We're now below $500 million. Or 500 billion, sorry, million, million. What am I saying? Million. 500 billion, right? I mean, we may be below 400 billion. We haven't seen the number. But when that runs out, the banks are like, okay, that was extra money. Wait a minute. Now I got to use this deposit money, right? I got to. I can't, but I want to use that extra, you know, my, that money to buy the Max 7 stocks, right? I want to buy NVIDIA. I want to buy Apple stock. I, I'm, I'm hedging. I'm, going to, I'm shorting oil or I'm going to short silver or whatever I'm going to do. Now they got to start using that money. And that's a big game changer. Again, I would have to assume that just naturally when this runs out, the auctions get worse, and I, I would assume rates would just kind of creep up whether or not the Fed raised rates or not, Jason, right? I mean, just less money to buy them. And, and when you think about these guys are now big buyers of government debt. Well, and, and uh, as I said, I played, and you were on the air to, uh, on uh... Tuesday when I played it, but I played a Joe Brown video, and he was, he was showing, look, the money supply's gone up here just recently. Yeah, I mean, and the, the supposed non-printing. So, in the movement of the money, Joe, uh, the the money print, uh, the uh, the money supply has gone up. And so, if if you know, what you're talking about happens, where hey, the the, the, the reverse repo is out, and they, you know, they, let's just say, you know, the Fed is favorable to a Democrat president being hired, so they start printing money, and the inflation comes back. And uh, what do they do? What do they do to keep a lid on it? They want to get their guy, right? You raise the rates and just keep the uh, printing going. I said this last year, like raising rates and printing, it can, it can happen, absolutely. And then you got inflation up and should have bought a house in 2024 early on. <laughs> Baghdad Bob may be right, right? Hey, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Once again, uh, gold, uh, $2,055 uh, back within earshot of all-time record highs. Uh, we were running $20 gold pieces yesterday. And I thought, man, it was a great deal yesterday. Uh, Going to be even a better deal today. 1 through 19, $2,195. I mean, we're, you know, $140 uh, over the spot price. And when you think about, I mean, that makes sense, you know, if gold was four or five hundred bucks, right? You know that 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 would that would make sense there. You know, maybe maybe at a at a thousand, uh, that that number makes sense. But that two thousand fifty five, just a fantastic opportunity here. Uh, you buy twenty or more, two thousand one hundred eighty five dollars at eight hundred. 
951-0592. Again, the year of chaos is is upon us. And Jason, uh, we also had the Chicago managing, uh, the manager's purchasing index. And, And again, chock full of things that leave you scratching your head deeper into contractions. So this is a thing, 50s like zero. It came in at 44, well below expectations. Uh, New orders fell. Employment fell at a faster pace. Inventories fell. Supplier deliveries fell. Production fell, and it fell at a uh, faster pace. And then order backlogs also fell. So as, as every single factor that they judged in there are all in contraction except for one. Prices paid rose at a faster pace. So Jason, uh, the Chicago manager's purchasing index. So these are companies. These are big companies. They've got a purchasing guy. Yeah, I'm in charge of, of buying the stuff our factories need or our employees need, our company needs uh, to to operate effectively. And here's what they said. Everything has slowed down in our business from what we order to our backlog, to our employers, our supplies, our inventory. Uh, The only thing that didn't fall was the prices we got to pay for everything. And that was actually rising at, uh, at a faster level than it was the month before. Yeah, well, I, I see prices rising constantly, also, so <laughs> not not a surprising thing. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's something, isn't it, Joe? There's continually uh, evidence of rising prices all across the board. Uh, there's never been a time that that said that you should put your savings, your your hard-earned extra money, into gold and silver than right now. And in the last couple of years, this this is this is why we do what we do is is to protect you from inflation and. Uh, I don't see. I don't hear very many people saying, "Oh, yeah, this thing's going to go way down. It's going back down to old levels." I mean, I know the Fed keeps saying, "Well, we have our two percent target," but even then, they're not even saying a whole lot about two percent target lately. So, uh, looks like we got a lot more inflation coming. It's it, all across the board. I don't hear anybody saying that inflation is going to stop. I've not heard that word. Inflation stopping. Or when, when are we going to hear that word, right, Joe? Yes. No, no one's talking. Here's words we're not hearing. Right. We we need to get the debt under control from Congress, right? We're not hearing that. We're not we're not hearing any talk. By the way, uh, the government shutdown that was tomorrow has been averted uh, with another continuing resolution. Two more weeks. Yeah, we'll go two more weeks. That that that, that that's going to fix it. Uh, okay, sure, whatever. They can't even agree to cut anything. But Jason, you're right. You know, all as you hear, well, we're hoping it gets closer to our target and it's never good when they talk well we're hoping what what do you mean you're hoping right if you want it to be at your two percent target get it to your two percent target it's really simple right and they they act like oh my gosh you know oh we're 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 pausing we're no raise rates 50 base raise it a point you got a meeting. You got a meeting here in a few weeks. Raise it a point. I promise you, inflation will go back down to your target. 
They don't want it at the Target. Because if they did that, if they actually got it to Target, Wall Street would be in shambles. The vast majority of banks would be out of business. And we would be dealing with another calamity. And, Jason, this is classic house of cards because, uh, you know, it, it, it is nonsense. They, 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 they thrive on our lack of intelligence. Well, we, we want it to get back down uh, to our – but we want to do it gradually. What? What do you mean gradually? You didn't let it go up gradually. Right? They, they didn't let it go up gradually. What do you mean? Get it get it to your target. And the answer really is they don't want it near their target. And all the data I'm seeing right now for January says that the December, uh, the, the, the low inflation that they were telling us about in October, November, and December looks like a fantasy and that inflation is going to be well above 3%, probably closer to 4%, which means what? Probably closer to 8 to 10% for us. And Jason, where does that leave us, especially now that the reverse repo is going to be out of money? That's right. That's right. And, and, and uh, we're looking at all these different uh, things you can buy, you know, in, in the markets and record highs, record highs, record highs. But it's not record highs because the retail, the average guy is buying it all. Right. There's, there's a lot of wealth going upwards buying all this. Right. They're, they're ready. They're ready to, to take advantage. You know, the retail investors don't pump these markets up and they don't crash them either, Joe. So be wary of, of, of these record highs because... We know what happens on record highs, Joe. What happens? The bus cycle comes in behind it. Take the radio news hour. Final segment when we return. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason. Patriot radio news hour. Yesterday. Wendy's made an announcement. They were going to do, uh, well, like, you know, Uber and Lyft. Uh, they, they do this, you know, when, uh, like, there's a big event in town. They jack up the prices, you know, their surge pricing, you know, like, uh, like uh, uh, late at, on the weekend, Friday and Saturday nights, it costs twice as much to get home with Uber. And, you know, they, they call it surge pricing. Uh, Wendy's yesterday said, hey, we're going to start doing the same thing, right? So during breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, the the two hours of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we're going to jack up our prices. Uh, Apparently, uh, that didn't go over too well. Today, Jason, they said, ah, never mind. Uh, Apparently, enough of uh, Wendy's supporters uh, decided, yeah, do that, and that'll be the last time I I go to Wendy's. it's a good sign, I guess, that at least the consumers are saying, okay, wait a minute, uh, enough is enough here. But at the end of the day, uh, when you got to put food on the table, you go to the supermarket, whatever it costs, that's what it costs, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you're, 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 you're really out of options. Who was it, the Kellogg CEO now? Eat cereal for breakfast. See, that, that'll just be cheaper uh, than, than, than having, you know, Steak and, and potato. Go ahead and have, have a have a bowl of cereal instead. I mean, this is this is twenty twenty four. You know, I'm not too too against Wendy's doing that. I think that's a that's a, actually a good idea. 
I mean, think about it. They're going to charge more money for, for uh, the food. They're going to have less people come in because, like, well, I ain't going to eat if it's more expensive. They don't have to bring in extra labor for that short burst of people. They'll get the same income for the people that show up because you know, how many people are going to show up because it's not so jam-packed? You know, the drive through is not, you know, spilling two blocks away, right? And then now, they have, now their labor costs are better. Their labor costs are better because they don't have to hire the extra people just for the surge hours. Seems to me like they've, you know, I'll bet they'll revisit it. Let me just say this. They probably won't announce it. I'll bet they'll just integrate yeah, that, that yeah. same thing. And yeah. It's actually a good Skip idea. Skip the Joe. announcement I mean, next time, right? <laughs> the people, the, the people that want to get, the people that want to get through that drive through line faster will pay that extra amount. You better believe it. And they'll, they'll probably make the same money and the labor costs will be less. I, I, I wonder. It, it's a business thing. I wonder if there's a chain out there that deliberately says, I'm going to be near like In-N-Out Burger or, or Chick-fil-A, right? The places that got the big lines and then say, hey, we're just going to live off the overflow. The guy the, 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 the guy that's like, screw this. I'm not waiting in this line. I'll just go. I, I, even though I don't want to go there, I'll go there anyway. Here in Fort Lupton, right when you cross under the Highway 85 bridge, you're on Highway 52, and you're crossing into Fort Lupton downtown. The first th- three things right there on the Highway 85, Highway 52 is McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's. Immediately, it's a burger alley, right? And I'll tell you right now, if, if, and I'm not a big, big into fast food. I don't eat this stuff anymore. But if McDonald's was my favorite and it's overflowing, I got two choices right then and there I can pull into. So surge pricing makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Well, there you yeah, have it, sense. right? Uh, <laughs> a lot of sense is buying $20 gold pieces. Listen, the new price, just so you know, uh, going to be twenty two fifty five. So $60 off. And, well, we have the supply here. Uh, again, gold's up 13, 2055. The Dow's now down 100 points. So uh, maybe someone actually read the inflation numbers uh, instead of just the headline. $20 gold pieces, 1 through 19, 2195, 20 or more, $70 off, 2185 at 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're coming right back with the Half Empty Cup. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 